Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Loud and local with Kevin Deers rolls on 99.9 KISW. Intense game going on right now. San Francisco 49ers and the Seahawks. Let's hope the Hawks clench this one and go on, but we'll see. I don't know anyways. Positivity going down uh, just down the street, actually, over at CenturyLink. But right now in studio, we got a band by the name of The Requisite. They are uh, a killer local kind of emo rock, melodic rock band. And uh, you guys are the last guests of 2019. Congratulations and welcome up to Loud and Local. Thanks for Thank having you. us, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been a long time coming and uh, let's go around the room. I guess let's uh, let's start with, uh, let's, what's your name and where you, uh, and I'm sorry, what's your name, uh, where you grew up and what do you do in the requisite? Hi, my name's Sam. I grew up in Silverdale, Washington and I played drums for the requisite. Uh, my name is Tom. I play bass in the requisite, and I, too, am Kitsapian and grew up out in Port Orchard. Right on. I am Maxwell, and I am the singer and rhythm guitar player, and I grew up in Kenmore. I'm Matt. I play the lead guitar, and I grew up in Muckleteo slash Everett. Right on. So what would you call your, like, area right now? Are you guys a Seattle band? Are you guys a, a Kitsap band? Or uh, I mean, we... We're pretty far flung. Yeah, we're we're all <laughs> over the place. I mean, from where we live, we practice in Woodenville. Oh, wow. okay. But we tell people we're a Seattle band because you know anybody who's not from the area, you know, they gets the what, idea. They don't know what Woodenville is exactly. So, you, do you guys live in the Woodenville area now? He does. I do. We practice at my place. It's um, free. Yeah, everyone's spread out. I mean, Max is in like Muckleteo, essentially. I live in Renton. I'm 35, and I own a house, and I have a dog and a super cool wife. Well, wow. congratulations <laughs> for owning a house, at least. That's, that's weird. Better than I got. Uh, right on, man. Well, uh, let's let's go into a little bit about uh, the origin story of The Requisite. So when did you guys meet, and uh, how did you guys get this thing started? How oh, long boy. has The Requisite been a thing? Well, The Requisite has been a thing since 2009, wow. September okay. 17th specifically. So Ooh. we've had our 10-year anniversary. But um, I, I'm the only original member. I Gosh. It's your baby. It is, and we've gone through, like, Matt is the third lead guitar player, Tommy's the tenth bassist, <laughs> and uh, Sam is, like, the fourth or fifth drummer, and there's been some keyboard players that just didn't make it. All right. <laughs> um, but you yeah. kept it going, man. Yeah, sure did. We started out as kind of like an indie alternative folk rock sort of thing. Okay. And I was in a bunch of other bands playing pop punk, playing thrash metal, skate punk, and all my other projects kind of burned out or faded away about sure. two or three years ago and all of those influence kind of all of those influences kind of got siphoned into the requisite yeah um but the the lineup that we have now has been feels good man two 
And uh, I guess it's been... How long have you been in the band, Tom? Uh, I don't know. When did you propose to me on stage with the key to the van? That's like four months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> That's I guess a good story. See, our bass Made player, it official. Yeah, yeah, our bass player, Tom, he's been like our Phantom Fifth Beatle for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. Whenever one of us couldn't perform a show, he would just learn our parts and step in so the band could oh, play the awesome. show. Yeah, yeah. I've, then, I've played guitar in the band. I've played bass in the band. I haven't played drums yet. Not yet. No. Sometimes. Don't take my job. <laughs> I won't. But yeah, so it's... Uh, it's been super solid. I'm really pumped on it. That's awesome, man. It sounds like it's been a good year for you guys. You uh, released the EP Lessons Learned uh, in March. You guys toured down to South by Southwest. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, was this your first like big time uh, getting out of the Northwest? Uh, it wasn't our first time, but it's definitely the longest one that we've done. It was about 10 days. We did like a Pacific Northwest tour back in 2015, yeah. something like that. So we're trying to ramp that up more. But yeah, it was definitely... It was an adventure. Yeah, it sure was. There was lots of, yeah, we get stuck in a storm in, what was it, Utah, we were trying to get to Colorado, and yeah. we had to just turn around, ended up driving all the way down through New Mexico to get to, where were we going, Oklahoma? Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, spun the van around 180 degrees in Wyoming. Yeah, we were essentially chasing that, that bomb cyclone blizzard into the center of the U.S. Oh, which, no. Yeah, just trying to play that all ages show in Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you're just tuning in, we're talking to uh, we're talking to the requisite right now, and these guys are hanging out with us. Uh, they're going to be playing a show here uh, coming up Saturday, January 11th, All Ages Show uh, at the Fun House uh, with Dear Heart and Fior. Yeah, is that correct? Yep, indeed. Right on. So also the out of body experience from Portland. Ah, yes, yes that's yeah. right. That's right. Had to mention that one. So, there are bros. Uh, yeah, dude, you guys are. Uh, uh, kind of ramping up for a big year it looks like uh what are you guys uh looking forward to in 2020 i mean it's the start of a new decade i guess yeah i mean we're uh now that we have got the the lineup solidified and all that good stuff we're focusing on writing and gonna for sure put out something new in 2020 we got big plans for the summertime we're kind of scarce on the the home scene at the moment but yeah just writing and playing out as often as you can hopefully touring again soon I don't want to wait as long as we did last time. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, uh, we're going to go into a couple songs here, Daydream and DNR. Uh, what can we? What can you tell us about these songs before we jump into them? Man, um, so Daydream, I would consider that the like the single from our, our last EP. That's it's probably one of the shortest songs we've ever written. <laughs> you know, it's sub sub three minutes. Oh man, um, and. Gosh, like DNR, um, that one, that's probably my personal favorite off of the record. That one hits really close to home, uh, all about uh, struggles with uh, clinical depression and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, so, fun times. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a real positive one. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, real, real, real uplifting. At least it's real, you know. So. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to get into them. These are both from the EP, uh, Lessons Learned. Is that correct? Yes, indeed. All right. And uh, if you go see them on the 11th, I'm sure they'll play these songs. Just yell them, uh, yell them out, okay, since you know the names of them. It's uh, Loud and Local here with The Requisite on The Rock. Yeah. 
you dig what you're hearing, you can go catch it at the Fun House Saturday, January 11th, All Ages Show with the Out of Body Experience, Fior Deerheart, and the band you're just listening to. They are called The Requisite. They are in studio with me now, and we're hanging out here. Uh, we're talking about the year that was, 2019. And let's go even further back uh, from 2019. So let's think about like uh, some of your formative years. Let's go around the room. Lightning round, what is or was your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Um, Foo Fighters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Foo yeah. Fighters are a huge band for me. One of my favorite bands, definitely. Um, maybe interested in playing drums initially. Love them. Love Dave Grohl. Yeah, for me, I think uh, formatively for sure is uh, Alice in Chains. Like uh, Jerry Cantrell oh, yeah. was uh, originally I'm a guitarist. They just kind of picked up bass out of uh, A of all boredom and B of all necessity. But, okay. uh, but yeah, definitely Alice in Chains was huge for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah. Uh, I'd say early on Pacific Northwest, it would be Modest Mouse and Built to Spill. Oh, yeah. Were the two, the two biggies for getting me into indie rock. And then there was a local called Poor Sport as a pop oh, yeah. punk band. I knew them, yeah. Yeah, I actually, fun fact, got to be their lead singer for the last two years of them being a band. Wow, like, okay. I first saw them when I was 12 on, like, Alki Beach playing some festival and was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and then you became the I, Poor Sport. Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, oh. it was pretty rad. I gotta go generic and Nirvana. Hey, man. For me. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Heavy hitters, so right on. And uh, we're uh, talking with the requisite here. Uh, they we just played a couple songs from them. We're going to be playing some more from them. And uh, let's think about like uh, what was your first local show that like you attended? Maybe you were talking about going to see Poor Sport at twelve years old. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what was the first like local show and and what venue was it? And what were some of the bands you remember seeing from when you were young? I took the ferry over from Bremerton. I must have been seventeen, eighteen. And visited my brother, and we went to a show at the Showbox. It was Presidents of the United States of America. It was Schoolyard Heroes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a throwback, yeah. dude. They're awesome. Yeah. And I believe they were called Smoosh. They were two, oh, yeah. Smoosh. two 14-year-old girls at the time. Yeah, shout out Smoosh. Super talented. <laughs> yeah, they were great. But yeah, that was an awesome show and an awesome First concert to, to kind of take the ferry over All to, locals, to the big too. city. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Heavy yep. hitters, right on. How about you, man? Uh, my very first Seattle show was uh, also, I think it was around 16 or 17. Uh, I took the ferry over, uh, I think it was 2002. It was uh, KMFDM oh, at, yeah. uh, at the Catwalk, which I think, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what's there now. It's oh, like yeah. Second in Washington. There were so. some, some, uh, some stripper cages in there. Yep. 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 It was a good some little, bondage uh, club. Yep. Industrial goth club. But, yeah. Smoking uh, yeah. clothes. Mm -hmm. Slapping yeah. leathers. Yes, you do. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, that was my first local show. Right on, man. And how about you? Uh, um, man, local show. My my pops is a musician and has played locally forever, so I've been going to local shows since before I have memory of yeah. going to local shows. But I'd say the one that sticks out the most um, would probably be the old Redmond Firehouse. Oh, yeah. I was like 15, and one of my oldest friends, Adrian, took me to go see a band called The Damsels. Okay. And they were like uh, West Coast, 80s, hardcore, kind of punk rock sounding band. Killer. Um, all, I think at the time, late teens, early 20s, and that was my first foray into like punk rock, punk rock. Yeah. Oh, man, this is super cool. That's awesome. 
Yeah. My very first show was it was in sync. <clears throat> hey. And I'm not ashamed to say it. You but be. in terms of local music, like all the guys in Fall of Troy went to the same high school as me. Okay. So yeah. I, I remember seeing them early on and every time I've seen them it was just crazy. Uh, even recently, I think yeah. me and Max went to both of the ones that were at El Corozo in the past couple of years. Yeah, the Emerald City Rock Party yeah. that they, they just put on. It yes. Cool. It's the best live performance ever, I'm, co- I'm convinced. Yeah. Incredible band. So I got to speak to the people that are from the Kitsap area now, the, the, the Bremerton area. So growing up, I was a humongous MXPX fan. Were they, uh, were they a huge part of uh, like your kind of lexicon of listening growing up? Or did you kind of like reject, reject that because you're like, man, that's the poser stuff. <laughs> man, who would want to move to Bremerton? Because exactly. you know? I loved it. But. Yeah, no, that's, I was, uh, I think, I forget which end fest it was. It oh, was one, yeah. of the, one of the first At ones. The Kitsap County Fair. <laughs> The Kitsap yeah. County Fairgrounds. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, <laughs> Mike Herrera just like, yeah, Tom just, uh, Tom Wisniewski grew up, like, down the street from here. So it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are totally homegrown. This is rad. That's awesome. Yep. And also, I think um, Mike's bass stance definitely spawned a lot of uh, a lot of my stage moves, too. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. Right on. Well, uh, we're uh, talking here with the requisite, and one more question I have to do while we go down memory lane. And if it's embarrassing, I want the truth. But you know, let's just let's be honest here. So, uh, what was the first album that you purchased on your own, whether it be CD, tape, vinyl? Uh, what was the first one that you purchased on your own, not not as a present from a cooler older brother or your parents or something? This one I'm I'm actually really proud of. It was NMO of the State Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. I went with my mom down to the record store and she she bought it with me despite the parental advisory. And despite sticker. the porn star on the yeah, cover. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, she was probably thinking, What what am I about to buy my son? She's a cool mom. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's it's a not cool like mom. regular mom. She's a cool mom. What yeah. a mom. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh and Travis Barker's huge influence on me. Um from that record. So, yeah, I'm pretty proud of my first record. That, right on, man. That a boy. Yeah, my first one was, I'm also kind of proud of this one, too, was a uh, cassette of the uh, Presidents of the United States of America self-titled. There you go. And that was, that was awesome. Millions of peaches. Exactly. Peaches for me. <laughs> yeah. Man, the first purchase I made, it was actually two CDs. It was Elvis 56, a collection of the King's earliest of course, greater yeah. hits. Yeah. And then um, Europop by Eiffel 65. Yes, I'm blue. I have a blue house with a blue window. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, that's, uh, that's exactly. Uh, I, I, There's some I good songs on there, though. Dude, just talk about PlayStation Hyper- on there. Hyperlink. Too much of heaven. Too much of heaven. Dubbin oh. life. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't wear that CD out. It's not just a one hit, man. There's some deep cuts, bro. <laughs> you can still. There's some deep cuts, man. <laughs> you can you can hit up Eiffel 65. They're still playing, and I think it's for like fifteen hundred bucks. They will play wherever you want them. Let's thing. get them. We could <laughs> fly them in, bro. Yeah. At the Funhouse, Saturday, January 11th, <laughs> Eiffel 65 with the... Okay, okay. No, I'm just kidding. They may or may not be there. We'll find out. Yes, <laughs> they may or may not. And how about you, man? What was your first album? Um, I honestly can't remember. I think it was either System of a Down, Stillest Album, or Weezer, Malage, right? Both good albums, yeah. though, yeah? Yeah. Did you steal the album, or did you purchase I probably it? did before. Nice. It definitely was 
well, those, those are definitely the Napster days. Yes. Or, or something. Kazaa, yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely guilty. So many viruses on your computer. Oh, so yeah, many viruses. It's destroying the family PC. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, fair share. Yep. So we're, uh, we're talking with the requisite. Catch them at the Funhouse Saturday, January 11th, with or without Eiffel 65. They will be playing with Out of Body uh, Experience, Fior, and Dear Heart. We're going to go into a couple more songs here. Walk away and uh, tell... Uh, that's right. Tell, right? No, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Okay, so walk away and tell me. Anything you guys want to say about these songs before we jump into them? Uh, tell me is off our, our last EP before the most recent one. So it's a classic. It's a classic. Mm, it sure is. No bad and, uh, Walk Away is a newer one? Yeah, it's off the Lessons Learned, the most recent EP. Right on. And yeah. Here we go. Let's rock. It's the requisite here on Loud and Local.
Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. And we're back here with The Requisite. They're going to be playing The Funhouse Saturday, January 11th, all-ages show with the out-of-body experience, Fior and Deerheart. All right, give me a couple words to describe the fury, the rock, the intensity that people can expect from a requisite live show. Lots of woes. So many woes. Lots of yeah. Uh, yeah. crowd yeah. woes. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It goes without saying, and I challenge anybody listening right now to prove me wrong, but we are, without question, Seattle's thickest band. Nice. T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C? Half-ton of man meat. Double-spaced. It's a lot of thickness. We are a half-ton band. We'll take on anybody that wants to challenge us, brother. Get down with the thickness. Exactly. That's awesome, man. So, again, that is going to be their first show of the new year. And looking back here on 2019, it's kind of crazy that just this week is going to be the new year. Do you guys have any plans for the new year? For Plans for New Year's Eve, I mean? I have no plans. Uh, I am going to go up to uh, up to Bellingham to the Wild Buffalo and go. see uh, the '90s cover band Flannel. Nice. Um, yeah, there's some uh, some homies I've known for a really long time. Uh, I was in a band with like half of them for a glorious couple of months. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's cool. gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, my first kiss of 2017 was Sam. Oh, yeah. And so I've, I've just been kind of like that set the bar really high. And so the last two years have been pretty disappointing. But I've got I got my heart set on you. Wow. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Well, keep it safe, guys. Keep it safe. And remember uh, any sex having humans to keep it safe. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Have, have and fun. Be safe. Make good choices. Absolutely. So, uh Ah, oh, good time. So we are uh, going to be joined here uh, for the next uh, three seconds. So we're off the air. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm cutting you guys, cutting you guys off now. Uh, so again, uh, you guys are going to be uh, putting out another record, 2020, maybe or another. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, would, that would that would be the hope. We'd like to at least put out an EP. <clears throat> Sweet. We, we uh, do have one song most of the way written. <laughs> we sure we got did. a couple. Yeah, got chipping a couple. away. Yeah. Aside from that, uh, any other uh, things you guys are looking forward to in 2020? Uh, maybe some more touring, some more shows. I would, yeah, very much so. I'd like to to do some uh, West Coast touring if at all possible. And I know in the summertime we have plans for some uh, local dates at known places that are not necessarily rock show venues so you gotta be following us for some surprise like pop-up shows and cool spots where you normally don't see music that's awesome yeah uh so uh this past year you guys uh had a lot of shows uh you guys toured a little bit and uh what were some of your favorite moments some of your favorite shows that you played uh or in 2019 um probably each and every show on our tour to south by southwest and back was great um just yeah that experience of being in the van every day seeing a new city was awesome um favorite local show was not too long ago opening up for tiny moving parts at the crocodile awesome uh yeah just meeting a bunch of new fans and uh yeah it was a great show yeah i think my most uh, favorite moment i might have mentioned in my uh, in my intro there but uh, it was a show we played at the twilight cafe 
with um, with Barnaby Jones and uh, a couple other rad bands down there. But that's uh, that's the one where uh, <laughs> where at the end of one of the songs, um, Max got down on one knee with a uh, with a key to the uh, to the van. And asked us, uh, asked me if I would be their official bass player, and I cried and said yes. That's amazing. That's my favorite. That's, that's, yes. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's always been you, bud. Oh, yeah. oh good. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. You guys have played some killer shows at the Crocodile. It's a, quite yeah. an iconic venue here in the Northwest. So. Yeah, I love that place. We always have had really, really great shows there. Our first EP release was actually at the Croc back in like 2015, and nice. That was super fun. And I'd say for this year. It would also be another time at the Croc. We just played uh, opening for Bayside. Oh yeah, and that was like a that was a super cool experience because they Bayside did like a battle of the bands kind yeah. of thing, and yeah, just a lot of people showed up for us and got us that opening slot, and that was just really really cool. And it was really awesome of Bayside to kind of give back to the locals in the scene across the country that way. So I'd say that was definitely my favorite. Met a lot of rad people. That's awesome, man, and uh, looking forward to uh, starting things off in 2020 with, uh, again, the show Saturday, January 11th at the Funhouse with uh, Out of Body Experience, Fior, and Deer Hearts, an all-ages one at the Funhouse, which is rare. Uh, so, yeah, you guys want to give any shout-outs or thank-yous before uh, we jump into the last couple songs here? I want to give a shout-out to our number one fan, Sadie English. <laughs> Thanks for all the support. Yeah. Man, I love her. You're the best. Love you. I just want to thank Barnaby Jones and (laughs) my girlfriend Morgan for just like supporting me, doing all this crazy band stuff all the time. I love you. Uh, I gotta thank uh, thank both of my parents. Uh, like my my mom, growing up, never once told me to turn it down. Uh, she got me my first, uh, my very first guitar from uh, Ben Gibbard's dad. They wow! Worked to- they worked together at I think Alan Moore Hospital, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. And I was like, "Hey, cool. mom, I want to start playing guitar." And it's like, "Yeah, I think I might know somebody." So she brings me home this Fender Telecaster, and uh, the rest is history. And now I play bass. Still <laughs> That's have- amazing. Yeah. That's and awesome. also, I got I got a shout out to uh, Lindsay, my wife. Um, we were, uh, you know, my old band, Friend Like Enemies, was recording an EP, and uh, we ran out of money. And <laughs> she just shows up like, hey, um, what do you guys need to finish this record? And she just came through in the clutch and has been so supportive of literally everything I've ever done. So. That's great. That's best awesome. wife ever. Thanks, wife. I love you. What about your dog? My dog is the best dog. Don't get me started. I'll talk all night and take, uh, <laughs> take over uh, Sam's. Hi, Max. <laughs> Shout out to Tiger Rider. They're, yeah. they're our, our bro band. What's up, guys? Right on. Well, uh, again, catch them on the 11th, Saturday, January 11th at the Fun House. Thanks a lot, guys. We're going to go into a couple songs here. Uh, We got uh, Silent November and Elevators. Right on. Let's go. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's the uh, the requisite here on Loud and Local. Around the same time each year, cold air serves to remind that nothing good can stay. Nothing good can stay It's frustrating Accepting That nothing good can stay No, nothing good can stay
it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.